Music, 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 and for blink, the blink, 100... blink, 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 blink. Should we do that? For the 175th time, I'm Nacho Flacco. This is still Nacho Flacco, the podcast. I've got, uh, as always, Doug and Trevor um, here for the, the Super Bowl recap, the last NFL game for, I saw, 203 days. Season's over. It's over. It's gone. Show's over. She gone. So, hey, if we can't do uh, music, if we can't figure that out, should Doug just do Should he do it himself? Should he beatbox it? <laughs> I, mean, I have it. a talent. It's, it's, it's a technical difficulty I'm sure I could fix, but um, I haven't. I forgot that I was able to do it, and then I just tried doing it, and it wouldn't work. So um, maybe one day. Just let me know. I'll get those uh, the vocal cords warmed up. I just need a 20-minute notice, you know. Um, <laughs> but yes, I can, I can do that. Rozell has nothing on Doug. <laughs> Nada. Um, who knows who Rozell is? Do you, do you, wait, Trevor, you know who Rozell is, right? I do, I do. Okay. Just like most of these kids, you know, think of classic rap as the halftime show. <laughs> no, dude, not even, bro. They think they think classic rap is like Nelly. <laughs> like Kendrick Nelly. Lamar is in there just because he's like part of the label and he's like the newest guy, but he's still old. His so like, his most recent kids. song was seven years ago. That was the song he performed was from seven years ago. Wow. Jeez. Um turns out, so we we talked last week about basically the worst possible we're all pretty much aligned we're all pro bengals and uh and uh the rams won so that sucks yeah i didn't i didn't enjoy well i enjoyed a couple moments but for the most part it was was somewhat torturous yeah uh, the whole time for me and i can take you step by step through that started with the rock don't need to see him yeah what was that rock guy the rock, why, like, the rock just, is in so much stuff. He doesn't need to be in the Super Bowl. He's he just in too insi- many movies. He insists upon himself. Jesus, take it easy, man. Take a break. Yeah. Take a breather. Plus, what was that like hybrid Buffer Brothers thing too? Like, it's time, and then he went on to something else, and then are you ready? It's I don't know. It it, it felt. Forced. Oh, I didn't. I I don't think I actually saw it. Like I, I mean, I saw it. It's just maybe the volume wasn't up or something. But um, he said it's it's time, and then like then said something the qu- quickly game. thereafter. Yeah, because it's all trademarked, right? Right. And then and then he like, are you ready for the kickoff? <laughs> right. So it was like he like he like you know danced around the uh, the fire there for. for in- <laughs> I thought he was gonna go like, do you smell with the rocks? Because he had the whole. People's eyebrow going. He had the whole thing going. It was that was just a whole clusterfuck of weird things. He did it for the Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. Oh, did it? Yeah, and I was like, okay, because he's a Niners fan, I think. And him and Kittle got along because Kittle is a twelve-year-old. That makes Um, sense. (laughs) He's great. 
he's a, he's a, he's amazing. He's just he's twelve, um, and uh, I think he did it for the Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. But I blacked out everything that happened after that. So, anyways, um, yeah. So the Rams won. Uh, I'm not. I don't know where I stand on the game in total. Like it didn't feel special. It was not a great game. It was, a, I mean, it was a close game, and there were, you know, leads and back and forth. It was a, it was one of the better ones, but it didn't. No, it didn't feel like crazy. It didn't feel pumped, and it's this is in. It's a local team. That's. I mean, I can I can go on a, a, a twenty minute rant about how shitty Southern California sports fans are. They're just the worst. I sit next to a guy who had Ram season tickets, and he only did it for the investment. He's from Chicago. He's wearing a Ram shirt. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, well, I just got season tickets, and hopefully they win so I can flip them. I'm like, <laughs> how Orange County of you? And he had trouble selling his seats for the game before that. Well, I mean, they, you know, they didn't have trouble selling any of the, the seats to the NFC Championship game because 70% of the stands was 49ers. What, that's what he, was, what he was saying, that he had trouble selling those tickets. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's... Which I felt, I, th- I felt to be thought to be strange, but it's still like, like they don't. You have to be winning championships for these people to pay attention. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the team wasn't around for twenty years. It's there. There is not. It skipped an entire two generations of, um, of football fans. Like they had. I grew up in L.A. And aside from the fact that, you know, I grew up in a 49 household, they didn't have a shot at me. Right. Just didn't have a shot. They weren't there. Right. And so there was no, and, you know, 8 million other people were, you know, you've got, you, you've got the faction of fans in LA that were, are, will never be anything other than Raiders fans. You've got, and this, this is what makes the Chargers moving to LA even dumber than anything. Um, you've got, uh, like, I don't, I don't blame the Rams for, or the Chargers for not having fans at these stadiums. Like the NFL fucked this up. Like if they were going to move somebody to LA, it should have been the Raiders. That would have been like, dude, the Raiders in LA would have been a monster. Um, there's no way like 70%, there's no way we'd be seeing what we're seeing with the, uh, uh, Rams and 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 Chargers with their the way their fans are. There's just no way. Um, so, anyways, but uh, I did do a meme about a bunch of Rams. I mean, like to your point about them winning championships, though. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of people rushing out to get Ram stuff right now. That's just kind of that's the ethos around there. We lose Trevor. We lost. Trevor. I think we lost Trevor. But yeah, I mean, LA, it's like, you know, it's Hollywood. I didn't, so hear, half, any, half I didn't hear anybody there. grunting, so. <laughs> but yeah, it's not, it's not a sports town already. Half the people there don't care about sports anyway. See, I... And then the I, other I half mean, of the people are from somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, the Chargers left because, you know, they, they said they couldn't sell out the stadium. And it's like, well, it's not a bad sports town, though. Right, like this is one of the most fun sports towns I've ever lived. Uh, I mean, I've only lived in two, 
LA in here. Um, but uh, it's there's there's not a whole lot like it. It's just different. So no. Nope. Anyway, um, Rams. Uh, the, the Rams. Rams win. Uh, I I texted this to you guys or put it in the group chat or whatever. But I knew going into this game that the Niners were at once the Bengals had beaten the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. I I was like sitting there going like the Niners are three and zero against everybody that is left in the playoffs. It was the Rams and the Bengals were the only two teams left. And the Niners were three and zero in the regular season against them. When it, they ended up being three and one for the season, but the Niners ended up being the first team in the Super Bowl era to go three and zero against the two teams that played in the regular season against the two teams that played in the playoffs. Um, I thought it would have happened at least one time other than that, but the Niners, baby, setting records. Oh. Yeah, I mean, the Browns beat the Bengals twice this year. And look at right. that. Yeah. Right. Um, a lot of 2-1s, a lot of 2-0s, but no, never a 3-0. No team has ever gone 3-0 in the regular season against the Super Bowl squads. Um, a lot of conversation today. Any, I mean, like, other than the – it was kind of a – like we just said, it was kind of – it was a mad game. There was a couple – big moments the refs tended to the refs only called i think two penalties in the first half yeah it was going very smoothly then in the last two minutes happened they're like all right time to put our stamp on this one yeah yeah i think that was that was the the, uh, the frustrating part watching it was they're letting them play all game and then they start calling ticky tack shit down there and it's just highly frustrating yeah, Aaron, Aaron Donald lining up offsides on that fourth and one. They didn't call that. Yep. Well, that was earlier in the game, though. That wasn't the end of the game. It, that yeah. was going. That was going the. That was going the other direction. But yeah, they, they, they missed the. They missed the fourth and one. They obviously missed the pass interference on Higgins. Um, called a bullshit was, pass interference on that linebacker. That was a bullshit yeah. call. Yes. I didn't. I didn't even like the personal foul in the end zone for the big hit they put on. No, I didn't either. He hit him with the shoulder first. And even if he hadn't, like we're inside of two minutes in the Super Bowl, like we can yeah. let a big hit go, right? You know. Um, and this is uh, it's just like so all of this bullshit with the calls and everything else. Now there's this faction of morons out there oh, that yeah. think that the NFL is rigged and that we're basically, I'm like, why are you watching? And like seven people DM'd me, well, you watch the WWE? And I'm like, A, no, I, I don't, not for decades. Um, I can't wait to start again, though. The, the baby's getting to that age. Um, the... And he just got a like a, a loft bed, so now he's got like a top rope to jump off of. So <laughs> maybe maybe we'll hold off for a little bit. Um, the but this this whole idea of the NFL being rigged right after Brian Flores sues the league, um, guys, <laughs> morons, Pe- people who think the NFL is rigged, it would have come out by now. 
Did you know the NFL is filed as an entertainment business and not as a sports business? Really? Yes. I'm not sure that makes any difference, but. Same as the WWE. Just helps the conspiracy theorists. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I saw something on TikTok. <laughs> when I was like calling recently. these people stupid, was I being personally <laughs> offensive to you? No, no, no. Like, literally, like maybe two days ago. I saw a TikTok video about the NFL being uh, rigged, <laughs> and now we're talking about it. So that that was the only thing that stuck out to me. He listed off like six things. And I was like, oh, really? That's that's kind of weird. I mean, it's like how <laughs> the tax status of the NFL is the least of my concerns. Here's 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 everything you need to know about the NFL. Uh, the average franchise is worth what three four billion. That means there's $125 billion in wealth tied up in making this work. And uh, there's no way that like shit like the Brian Flores lawsuit would happen in a, in a rigged thing where he's actually outing one of the owners for tanking like that. It's just, it's shit like that. It just needs one person. Now, where I wouldn't be surprised if there was rigging going on, but it's not the NFL doing it. It would be like a Tim Donaghy NBA style thing where, you know, it's like, hey, you know, here's a couple million bucks. Keep the score close, like shit like that. That I would not be surprised about at all. Just because that's fucking life and you know temptation yeah. and all that other shit. But the NFL has no the NFL is a is printing money and there's built-in drama and you've got the best athletes in the world and there's no way that they would risk that when yeah. they're again they're they're printing money. They don't have to try and keep up with basketball. They don't have to try and keep up with baseball. The NFL is the king fucking shit of the uh of the american sports landscape yeah if it was fixed they're not sending the cincinnati Bengals to the super bowl right the two what i just another thing i've dude i am way down that tiktok thing i need to get this thing off my phone but it was talking about today how the Bengals are at 25th and you know and fan uh filling up their stadium whatever selling out games and shit it's like they're way down there so so yeah and this was like they they did this just to get people more people to buy tickets in Cincinnati. Was that the probably? Yeah, I don't know. No. All I know is the Browns were fifth. We suck, so <laughs> fuck this so league. Obviously, so obviously, fans showing up has no direct correlation to actually winning. Did we lose Trevor again? I haven't heard anybody grunt. Yeah, it looks like we did. There he is. Okay. All right. All right, we All got right. Trevor back. There we go. Um, okay, so the league's not fixed, um, and we're 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 seemingly okay with that. The so I did the I did the poll last week on is Stafford a Hall of Famer, and it was like fifty one forty nine. I forget which side it was, and then I posted a thing today on like, hey, how. How much of a hot take is Stafford is still not a Hall of Famer? And the answer is right dead in the fucking middle again. 
Um, Richard Sherman went off on Twitter. Shermy. What's what's Dick Sherman saying? Tweeting. Um, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. I'm going to talk about on the podcast. God, every idiot has a podcast. But the Hall of Fame bar is incredibly low now, like a participation trophy. No all-decade team, no all-pro, no MVP, one Pro Bowl, not even MVP of the Super Bowl, never considered the best in any year he played. At least Matt Ryan has an MVP. (laughs) It's not a bad argument. It's not. Not at all. No. I mean, the Super Bowl victory is a big, you know, a big feather in the cap, but you definitely have need to have some other complimentary things to go with it. So he's one step closer, I would say. I mean, he's fucking throwing no-look passes in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl and then when his team's down. That's, I, will, I will say that. that that's he was doing uh, that shit something. Well, he was doing that shit way before Mahomes, too. Yeah, but I mean, on the final drive, like the most <laughs> if he got picked off on that pass, he'd have never lived that down. Yeah. And he threw a fucking dime. That's just crazy. Um, but I mean, Sherman, yeah, I'll read it again. It's not a bad argument. It's this is the argument of somebody that's like, if Stafford retired today, is he a Hall of Famer? And so if Stafford retired today, there's no all-decade team, no all-pro, no MVP, one Pro Bowl, not even MVP of the Super Bowl. He's got a ring, but he's never been considered the best in any year he played. At least Matt Ryan has an MVP. That's the that's the Hall of Fame resume of a guy that's waiting for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like a long time. Um. But he's got a few more years. What is he, 33, 34, something like that? Is yep. Richard Sherman a Hall of Famer? For sure. Like, first or second ballot. Really? Okay. Yeah. What about? It's, it's kind of hard to decipher when you have these guys that are good and are just more loud, right, that you hear about more and you see more of, or if they're actually, you know, that good. I'll tell I lose, you who a, I lose that sometimes. I'll tell you who a Hall of Famer is is Andrew Whitworth. That guy's a think so? in the Hall of Famer. Yeah. I, I guess. This I mean this helps him. Four four all pros. It's pretty good. Or was yeah, it four okay. Pro Bowls? Yeah. He's got four all pros and three Pro Bowls, or maybe vice versa. Championship, Peyton Man of the Year. That guy's impressive. That was I liked his speech he had at that thing. Yeah, he was good. Um so I'm putting my putting my vote in for him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Trevor, three All Pros for Richard Sherman, three First Team All Pros, five Pro Bowls, a ring, played in another Super Bowl. Like he's he'll get in. Maybe not second, maybe not first or second ballot, but he'll get in. Like I'd rather like him and Patrick Peterson accordingly here kind of like have similar careers. I'd rather take Richard Sherman all day over Patrick Peterson. That might just be me. Um so then Matt Ryan was trending because of all this. So Matt Ryan started trending because of the uh, the Richard Sherman thing, which was trending because he was ripping on Stafford. And then a bunch of people were like 
doing the comparisons between Stafford and, and Matt Ryan. And um, even Stafford's stats aren't like Matt Ryan's got like 10,000 more yards than, than Matt Stafford um, and has the MVP. Like if, if Matt Stafford gets in, if Matt Stafford got in right now, Matt Ryan would have to go in at some point. But I think, I think they're both like if careers ended right now, I think they're both in the, they're going to be finalists a bunch, but you know, they're going to, they're going to wait eight to 10 years to get in kind of thing. Yeah. You're going to start seeing a big chunk of these quarterbacks playing during this era. They're going to be putting up some pretty big passing yard numbers that aren't going to get in. Yeah. Like I think, like, could we throw Phillip rivers in this conversation too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got some, he's got the pro bowls is going to be his, but yeah. And he's, there's not many guys with like, he doesn't have an all pro for uh, all first team, all pro. I don't think maybe he's got, Mm -hmm. so he's got the pro bowls. Um, yeah, no championship, no first team, all pro, obviously no MVP. He's got eight pro bowls. Um, and maybe part of that's because like he was playing in a, you know, that it's easier to get to the pro bowl. And that's the argument against Stafford is like in a league in a, in an era where it's so easy to get to the pro bowl. How do you only have one? Like it, if he had yeah. 10, if he had 10, it would be, or seven, it would be like, Oh, you know, Matt Stafford's been to too many, but having well, one, it's like, I think there's, fuck? and I would, I would like to know, they should like, there should be an asterisk. Like how many, how many of these Pro Bowls are they going in as Pro Bowl alternates because the guy in front of them didn't go because he's in right. the Super Bowl right. or injured? Right. I, f- I feel like there should be tiers of this new era as well. Because I think, you know, what Stafford been playing for 15 years? 12? 12? 13, 12. 13. I mean, yeah. the quarterbacks were still getting hit hard five years ago. Uh, I'd say I'd say the Astros really that was like 2007 when Tom Brady got his knee bent wrong. That's when things changed, right? That's when they got rid of the low hit on the QB, and then the high hits on the QB have have. uh, Well, it's like yeah, like the last five years they've really, really tightened up on it. I'd say that's when the asterisk really begins because these guys aren't even allowed to get fucking hit now. See, there was there was the uh, the Harbaugh 49ers were playing Drew Brees, and Ahmad Brooks like cleanly tackled Drew Brees, cleanly hit Drew Brees. Except Drew Brees's neck did like this Looney Tunes thing, and um, and and they called it like a helmet to helmet hit. Like so, that's the helmet to helmet stuff. I feel like on quarterbacks has been like last ten years. I think is I think so, but you're right. Like, I and the thing I, I think I've said a few times is, like Steve Young retired due to a concussion. Troy Aikman retired due to a concussion. That doesn't ha- that will never happen again. You will never see a quarterback retire due to concussions ever again. And that's that should that that's the line of demarcation for me is like right. Pretty much anything after 2005 has gotten very clean with the quarterbacks. Right. So with, with that, then yeah, I mean, there is this new, certainly new era that needs to be accounted for. It oh, I don't. Be, 
sorry to cut you off. I like when people start quoting career stats to me, I'm like, go fuck yourself. I don't want to hear it. They're pointless. Right. Especially the way the the game is now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but that I mean, like, that's why they're that's the entire reason why they're pointless. It's like this is not right. this is a seven on seven drill compared to what even Steve again, even what Steve Young and Brett Favre went through. Right. And that's twenty five years ago. But yeah, this is um you know, it's like people and this is a this might be a good segue, but people were like, Is this the greatest wide receiver season of all time for Cooper Cup? And it's like, okay, he's he's the he did the triple crown thing. Great. That's been done before. Triple crown plus the Super Bowl Hall the uh, Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Um, but then you've got these fucking, and I listen, I blame like bleacher report for putting up. Nobody's ever gone over 2,400 yards in regular season and playoffs combined. Well, no shit. It's the first time anybody's played more than 20, more than 19 regular season or football games and regular season and playoff football games combined. Cooper cup played 21 games this year. Right. Like, plus, plus the way PI is called, plus the way quarterbacks are protected, plus the way people can't get hit. Like you know, they get when when you like going over the middle was was a risk to your your health. That was a different game. Yeah, right? there were like, like there when were the, receivers. The, the safety being a safety and even playing safety in high school. If somebody goes over the middle, you fucking hit them. That like that was a knock on on plenty of receivers that were just deep threats, right? Like there was like, oh, he's not a complete receiver; he won't go across the middle. And now everybody can go across the middle, right? So I mean, for for anybody who's you know recently been watching football, call it in the last five years, this is a very different game than what it was ten years ago, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. The game has gotten way more open and way less violent, which allows for way more stats. Right. Still a pretty damn impressive season by that it, guy. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Let's not knock that season. But like I'm like I would like if I had an MVP vote, I would have been for him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. You you were saying that weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Like Dude, that guy had an amazing season. I mean, he's done something only Jerry Rice has done. So, I mean, yeah, that's good. And, and he and he did it in one season as opposed to like Jerry Rice had to do it over his career and all that other stuff. Like, yeah, he had a monster fucking season. Yeah, and I mean, it's, he is one that for offense. The like the Rams' offense goes through him. He's right. either a decoy or getting the ball. Right, Odell Beckham was was just a great decoy. Dude, I I spoke it into his existence and he got hurt. <laughs> Second time in my life I've done that, so don't cross me. I, I, I just I don't. There's like this overwhelming support for him, and you know, Doug and I. I think you you and I have you know a different perspective on the guy, but yeah. Like, oh, he, oh, he's been through so much. He's been through just as much as like every NFL player who just fucking gets hurt. Well, yeah, getting back to me, like, just having a miserable time the whole game. <clears throat> Obviously, him scoring the first touchdown is like, fuck this. And yeah. then, 
I have to listen to Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth say that the Browns just threw him out on the street. Like, what? (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about, you old senile cunt? Like, Al Michaels, like, dude, put him out the pasture. He's done. That guy is dead in my eyes. Like, he said it like six times. I'm like, what? Why the fuck is this guy piling on Cleveland? Like, we're not even part of this game. What did he say? Also, how are you so unaware of how the guy, like, totally tanks, forced his way out of town? And the Browns, like, I think they did the right thing. You know, all right, you don't want to be here. You're, you know, causing trouble. We'll let you go. They did the right thing by letting him go. They could easily just said, no, go home. You can finish the season at home. Yeah. But no, they let him go. Right. Yeah, like they they did right on. by him. They yeah. did right by him. It's fucking bullshit. So, like, this is so, like, yeah, the whole game was miserable until he got, <laughs> until, until he tore his ACL. Cause, like, yeah. right before the game started, I was talking with my buddy. And I was like, I don't know. I guess maybe the best case scenario is Odell gets hurt and, and then the Rams win, but he scored the touchdown. So it kind of took that away from me. But yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> but I did, I did say it. I hope, I said, I hope he tears his knee up. And he it, did. It, it's just so much like augmented reality that's going on. Right. Like, like, how does, where, where does Al Michaels come from with saying something like that? Well, yeah. No, it's just here, completely one, removed from the reality of the situation. Here's one better for you. And controlling Chris the narrative. End of the game. And he's sitting there going, God, for my money, under right. pressure. Right. I've never seen right. anybody better than Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup right now. Motherfucker, Ugh. you were on the field for Joe right. Montana to John Taylor. You were <laughs> you were on the sideline. You were there. Like you were literally there. <laughs> It's this unbelievable. Is the, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Like, just, oh, God, I get it's their yeah. job, right? I'm yeah, like, he's trying to sensationalize everything. He sucks. They both suck. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Fuck them both, dude. There's a responsibility when you control a narrative. There's a responsibility to do it the right way, and it's just so little of that. People shit on Joe Buck and Trevor. You're one of these people for being like monotone and flat, and not kind of like 
getting all fucking amped no, 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 excited no, no, for no, no. shit. But he's like, monotone and flat when he's calling the Yankees. And it's so it's so not all the time. He'll he'll get a, he's excitable and he <sighs> praises people. But it's up, oh, yep, that's a walk off home run, Derek Jeter. Yep. Like it was so blatant one year. It was like, what the fuck? But anyways, like, people get people people get on his ass for like that kind of that type of thing. And because it's not just it's not exclusive to the Yankees. Like this is a this is the thing about Joe Buck is that he's flat and deadpan or whatever. And uh um and that's why when he's on like the Barstool podcast and stuff like that, that um it's like, oh shit, this guy's got a personality. But like there's like he's not out there just like embellishing bullshit just to embellish bullshit right um and that's like the collinsworth thing was like i, I had to like double check because i'm like i swear to god i know I'm, I'm sure joe montana beat you twice in the super bowl like <laughs> while you were on the Bengals. yeah i mean that's what he's doing he's doing the the dolphin thing whenever you know and everybody gets start talking shit he's awful <sighs> And Al Michaels can suck a big one, too. <laughs> um, Pieces of shit. Yeah, like, how, how did OBJ become the darling of the NFL? Like, <laughs> now, well, The thing now, that p- pissed me off today is there's, like, Browns players kind of, like, taking shots at Cleveland fans today on Twitter. Like, oh, you guys are all so angry. So happy for my guy, OBJ. I was like, dude, you play for the Browns. Like, you're taking shots at the fans that, like, cheer for you. And, like... And someone tweeted at him. He's like, yo, like, fill us in. Like, what happened? Like, you guys are out here defending OBJ. Because from the outside, looks like this guy sabotaged and left the team, left you high and dry, was telling other players not to come here. Like, what what was going on in that? Like, what makes this guy such a great teammate? Because he bought you a pair of shoes? Like, he bought his teammates some I, shoes. That, that's the thing. I don't, I don't get the – Right. I don't get the disconnect. Well, I, I think because, you know – everybody's living their best life they're 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 more they're 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 so anti the league and and their their individualism is starting to people in general but especially athletes is starting to come out where they you know they don't have to do what they don't have to do there's this uh um yeah but like 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 the self-importance and this uh this very heightened like sense of self and all of this to where yeah. they're celebrating him because of, like they were you know he was nice to me and they don't they're not taking into consideration what he did to the team because yeah, like, that's I what they're not about. Like, they're not about that <clears throat> I'm a fan these guys are friends with each other I get it but they're not like oh I'm so happy for OBJ he got his ring they're like saying like man look at all these people out here that are so mad yeah that's good it's like dude what are you why are you saying that just say congratulations your your guy got his ring you yeah, don't need right. to start saying other stuff. So yeah, now it's like, crazy. yo, and it's like, dude, Mac Wilson, like, fucking linebacker that hasn't done shit for us. Like, get the fuck out of town. Like, nobody needs you. Yeah, yeah. There's a, the, there's um, a, self, a, a celebrated self righteousness in. Yeah, what the fuck? It's so weird. Yeah, it's just the See? disconnect. That it's the like it's a separation of. You know, and, and from their perspective, right, that these teams don't have loyalty. It's a business. The loyalty they have to each other are their, are their brothers in arms, right, the players. And so they're celebrating individuals, and they don't care about teams. And, and, and I mean, I, I get that, right? Some of these guys, there's no loyalty to them. They're cut. 
Um, they put in everything they have, you know, but you understand that as an athlete, a professional athlete, as a professional in anything, you understand how the world works and what you can do. And an organ, you can, you can give everything you have to an organization and improve it tenfold. And, uh, you know, somebody younger and cheaper comes along and they're going that way because you've done what you had to do. Right. Like that's the way of the world. He's taking so, money out of their pockets. The better the team does, the better they do. The better they do, the more money they get. It's a performance-based business. How many fucking guys have we seen go from, you know, role player on a Super Bowl team to right. getting that fat contract the next year? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So it's, it's like, dude, they're t- he's taking money out of your pocket, but yeah, keep patting it on the patting him on the back, like. Right, he got his right. He get, yeah. get yours, get get yours, King. Yeah. Right. That's the whole mentality behind it. Without. And, and there is there should be an element of that. I'm not I'm not I'm not discouraging that. I think that's great. But there still needs to be there needs to be an equilibrium for everything. Right. There yeah. needs to be like you still have to protect your own organization. You're part of it. Yeah. They still pays your bills. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Fuck like em. the thing the thing with the Super Bowl for me was. Right before the Super Bowl, it was like Aaron Dunham might retire if he wins. Sweet. And then it was Sean McVay might retire if he wins. What? Like that? What the fuck? McVay's 34, right? Or something right. 36. 30, 36? Yeah. Well, so here's here's McVay's thing. And well, he is, said he was. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, so here's McVay's thing. He is the grandson of John McVay, who was the general manager of the 49ers um, back in the 80s. And his dad, as Sean McVay said, he his dad could have gone into coaching, but felt like he missed out on so much of a relationship with his own father that like he stayed at home. And 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 so Sean McVay, who kind of followed in his grandfather's footsteps, is now reached the pinnacle and is and <coughs> getting married this summer. He just he just got to the mountaintop. And he's got that, you know, good-looking guy. He's got that, like, effervescent, bubbly personality, you know, kind of like a non-racist Gruden. Um, and <laughs> the, uh, the the TV networks are going to come calling with a less demanding job. And he's never going to be hotter, and he can probably go get, you know, Tony Romo-style money. And would you take Tony Romo-style money to not wake up at four thirty in the morning, and and because and with with his whole lifestyle wrapped into that, which is a, I'm getting married. I want to start a family. My dad gave up, you know, football so that I could have a dad around. I should probably do that for my kids. Um, I don't need money. I don't need the ring. Like I'm not chasing anything. Um, let me go. Let me let me go be you know a, a, a personality and put even more money in my fucking pocket. Um, so that's the that's the Sean McVay maybe retire maybe stepping down, whatever. Or it's all just a contract ploy. Yeah, that's what um, I read. I read it was just him trying to be like the highest paid coach kind of thing. I don't think he needed to do it though. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's it's not like Sh- Sean McVay's resume was. Certainly, even with a like with a the only way he would retire basically, we're thinking is with a win, right? Um, and with a win, he's the most valuable coach in the league at his age, yeah, absolutely. At his age, with a 
you know, with with now a Hall of Fame quarterback, two Super Bowl appearances in five years. Yeah. So he didn't. I mean, he doesn't need the leverage. Um. So, anyways, I mean, it's it's and and it's not like it was completely fabricated. It it was it's reading the tea leaves of an interview he gave, and you know, maybe you're kind of reading the tea leaves a certain way. Um, and there's probably some other ways to read them that there's no way he's going anywhere, but, um, you know, he's, he doesn't sound like a guy that, and he even said, it's like, you're going to be coaching when you're 60. He goes, no, no way I'm making it there. Sure. He'll coach till 40 though. Maybe. I mean, I, I see there's a point there. Right. And, and again, I mean, this, this, this is a branch from that same tree that we were discussing before where people are putting themselves first a lot more now, right? And in concentrating on work-life balance and family, which is great. Um, but a guy like that retiring that early? I don't think so. The fuck's he going to go do? Well, I mean, TV. <laughs> it, would, it would surprise me. Yeah. So, But, so uh, the, but yeah, the, no, ESPN's hot after him. I read, that's what I saw today, so. The, yeah, the I mean, question they, they, I was... they spend They spend a lot of time away from their family, too. Let's not, let's not get that twisted. These the question work. I was asking myself, though, was would it be worth it for the Rams to win this Super Bowl? If it got rid of Aaron Donald and it got rid of Sean McVay and Whitworth was retiring, is it worth it to just, like, rip the Band-Aid off and if they all fucking go away, that's just one less fucking, like, juggernaut it's like it's very easy to go hire a dumb head coach. A dumb there's plenty of shitty head coaches out there. Like Mike McCarthy, right? Got a Super Bowl ring, but he's leading the Cowboys. There would have been would be very easy for the Rams to go hire some dumb fuck to coach the team. And they're just not quite as good as they would be under McVay. Um anyways, so would it be worth it? You know what? Yeah, it would be fucking they, worth it. it. It seems like they've kind of been um, selling out, you know, signing all these guys, trading all their draft picks. It was, you know, they were kind of putting all their cards in that basket. Win now, same. And the last two teams that win the Super Bowl did that. The Bucks did it last year, and the Rams did it this year. They both have championships to show for it. So it's kind of like the NBA model. Go, going back to the, um thing we were talking about at the top with with southern california with the la fans specifically the rams don't have the luxury that the bucks do the bucks can go be bad for five years if like they're they can blow their team up they can go be bad and and maybe they're not tanking but they're not fucking you know they're stockpiling and all this other shit right um doing a rebuild but like you don't get to just like rebuild in la like you you will you will lose like there's too much to do in LA. You will lose whatever fan base you're trying to build. So they have to be a consistent winner. But anyways, I mean, all of this Stafford Hall of Fame talk, and he's sitting there going like, fuck, if McVeigh leaves, who's going to be the fucking coach? And all of a sudden, maybe he doesn't make the Pro Bowls he needs to make to maybe cinch up that that Hall of Fame resume. Yeah, he's definitely uh, he's definitely entered the conversation, but I don't think he's there. I'll put it like that. Um, all right, 
Halftime show. I mean, we're old. That's <laughs> that's that's all that. This whole thing is just between. So you've got my favorite music from when I was in middle school, and I'm a couple years older than you guys, so like the dates are going to be a little off. But like uh, the Chronic, I think came out when I was in Chronic and Doggy Style came out when I was like in seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. So my the, the my favorite music from from middle school. Um, the movies I watched in high school: Austin Powers and Cable Guy. The TV show I watched in college: The Sopranos. Were the halftime show and then three, four fucking commercials. Um, I'm 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 so old. I am so 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 old. So old. So yeah, I mean, I saw something today that was hysterical. It was, uh, you know, when are they going to, because there's always like Aerosmith and like Janet Jackson and like, you know, it was like older. It was like, why would they, why they, can they stop doing halftime shows for old people? Right. And then it slowly sets in. <laughs> yeah. Realization. <laughs> Realization <laughs> creeps in. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I that was my that was my meme as soon as they announced it was holy shit! I'm old enough to be excited for a Super Bowl halftime show, right? Like that was that was like oh my god! And then for it not to be bad, right? Like it was good. It was I so like good. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, like so good. I, I think it was. I think it was good. Like I watched it. There are plenty that I don't. You know what I thought was great, actually for to do to do with how what he had to deal with was last year's i thought the weekend was fucking rad i didn't even watch last year's i thought i thought it was great and he had to do it like by himself right it was all social distance and shit right he's running all over all running all over the place i think that was a really good halftime show dr shelled out seven million for this one of his own money yeah nobody gets paid for this shit by the way but I, I, dude, I loved it. I mean, I think Prince is the only other one that I can think of that's like, damn, that was like, like Prince and this one. Those are like my two favorite halftime shows. If I even have that, would you have Prince do it? Um, Recently? that was when it was in Minnesota, right? So was no, that... it was, uh, it was, I think it was in Miami because it was raining. Um, it was this the Colt Saints Super Bowl, I think. Was it raining oh, yeah. for Purple Rain? Yeah, it was raining for purple rain. He was oh, out wow. there in like he was out there in heels, fucking dude. The 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 YouTube video is amazing. <laughs> fucking Prince, man. Yeah, um, and like somebody's like, "Hey, is there anything you need?" And he, Game. he basically he said, he said, "Make it rain harder." It's like, oh fuck, okay, just do your thing, bro. Now get some fucking come inside of cooking pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> The um, no, but it was it was that was that was a perfect halftime show as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it was great. It was yeah. great. You know, obviously to do it, you know, in LA, it was rad. And I, the, I, the, I I thoroughly enjoyed Fat Fifty Cent hanging upside down. Man. That, was <laughs> that was perfect, dude. If I have to look Fat at Thor. one more seventy five cent meme, <laughs> <laughs> Fifty Cent looking like seventy five cent. Uh, but it was like with the the. I, the one I keep seeing is hysterical is the shit. What was Eminem's? Uh, the D12 fat guy. Yeah, the D12 <laughs> fat guy hanging up like on the spoof of the video. The, Perfect. 
there the um the writer for the for the wire his son tweeted out uh look what inflation has done to, it's such a shame what inflation has done to 50 cent and it was it's such a perfect line and then it got fucking co-opted and ended up on all the big pages and and everything else but like that was the son of the the guy the first time i saw that today was the son of the the guy who wrote the wire you, you, you love the wire that much that you follow the writer's son, huh? <laughs> no, I follow the writer, and his, the writer retweeted it because uh, the, okay. the writer is out there just, just constantly blistering people with shit talking, and it's just it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> Who is it? David Simon. Okay, he is one of the best cursors. Oh yeah, on the planet. Like well, I mean, that he, was that was one of the best five top five shows ever made ever. Yeah, hands, and just hands down. And, his the he's just he's just fantastic um i would expect the, uh, nothing less the, yeah the 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 inflation liquid inflation's done to 50 cent was just fucking fantastic um what else oh and then the children and i i do mean this in such a derogatory way the fucking children that are saying telling me that mary j blige didn't belong up there just oh my god man. go just go to bed well, they have to be well they are children they don't understand there's no go context to bed. for them there's no context for them in this that they, they don't get it go to but bed. they all have opinions now so it's cool the i i i didn't mansplain somebody today one of my friends um <laughs> one of my friends suggested that missy elliott should have been out there and i'm like but she doesn't have any connection to dr- and I just no, I'm good. Yeah, you know that that's yeah, that's the set though. Like you have to understand that that's the that's the crew, and that's that's right. West Coast like, stuff. Dre, that's West Dre, Coast yeah. stuff. Ray produced a couple songs right. for her, and and they yeah. were able to kind of mix it up there. And you know, it's like, yeah. um, but the, you need you want you need Timbaland out there if you want Missy Elliott, exactly. right? And that that's a whole other crew, right? Um, no, but just a uh, a fantastic. Uh, other than exhibit, like bringing out like a pimp my ride, um, that would have been about the only <laughs> other thing that I think would have would have been awesome. Exhibit but, did cross my mind. There's he's during he's, that show. He's in there, man. Like that. It would have been. I mean, and enough people know exhibit that like he he's crossed over to like out of just kind of being a you know a a c-level rap guy um historically he was like pimping rides he was really good there for a record or two um but uh with the pimp my ride and some of the other stuff he's he's he went mainstream he could have gone out there he was probably a little like he's like i'd have hung upside down what the fuck (laughs) man they had Anderson Pac on the drums. He was out there. Yeah, that's how deep Dre's fucking roster is. Is that he can get right? And nobody, Pac everybody's to missing that. Bang away on the drums. Yeah, everybody that was doing that was Dr. Dre has on his label. Right. Pox the funniest. Some of the funniest memes I saw today were like the fake outrage of. Did you see the video of like Snoop hitting that blunt before he went on stage? Yeah, like, right. like the fake outrage. Like, you're getting mad at Snoop Dogg for smoking right. weed? It's right. like, if he wasn't smoking weed, I'd be worried. Right. Right. And then you go further, the other, you know, on, on the political end of things, there was a fucking mask in sight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not a fucking mask in sight. When they were sight. doing all the celebrity. 
Yeah, and and like Garcetti, he's you guys, he's holding his breath for his whole conversation. It's just like I don't want to get political on it, but the but the fucking fuckery with all this is ridiculous. The hypocrisy, yeah, no bounds. So ridiculous, man. State of emergency. Uh huh. Sure. (laughs) Fuck out of here, California. The there was there was actual money. There was a bet. There was a prop bet you could make on whether or not Snoop would smoke on stage. Yeah, and I saw that someone's like, "Yo, there's money on that. Is he on stage?" Like, 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 like commenting on on the picture of him doing it. The um, no, but that was uh, one of my wife's friends. Um, like posted somewhere. She's like, "Oh, it was so good that Dre." Played the the no uh, played the Black Street Black Street song, and like my wife like because I I had I didn't watch the halftime show live, that was like my kid was screaming at and not quite screaming at me but like every thirty five seconds was like can we go on a bike ride, can we go on a bike ride, can we go on a bike ride, can we go on a bike ride I'm like dude I'm watching the fucking Super Bowl bro like you don't exist like leave me the fuck yeah. alone no um, and. Uh, um and then the halftime show comes around and i'm like I'm like fuck i'm like ooh, this is a long it's the super bowl it's gonna be a long halftime show i'll be back in time for the game i'll watch the halftime show later so i watched the halftime show after the game was over uh, um so, but uh I, but the the part that she thought was the black street song because my wife wanted me to listen to it because she was like i want to go correct her but I, I just want to make sure I, I'm, I'm right. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's a Tupac song. That's I'm mad at you. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, what? Yeah, what he got on the piano? Yeah, that was I'm mad at you. Yeah, that's I'm mad at you. That's 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 a Tupac song. And that's when we uh, all. But that thought, is and that's Teddy Riley playing the piano we, in that song. Yeah. So it is Blackstreet on the piano, but it wasn't a Blackstreet right. song. It's right. Teddy Riley playing the piano in that song. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I didn't know. Well, and that's when we all thought we were going to see the uh, hologram. Yeah, that at that did, moment, that did cross my mind too. I was like, I, did, I didn't want. I was so glad there was no fucking hologram. We didn't need the hologram. I mean, it would have went over very well, though. I would have been fine without. The, I mean, it it would have been weird watching like Dre, who is probably on like testosterone replacement. Um, you know, Snoop <laughs> up there is fifty five years old. Mary J. Blige is 55 years old. And then you've got like 25-year-old holographic Tupac standing next to him. It would have been weird looking, even if the hologram was like immaculate. Like, I, I, if you're going to age Tupac 25 years, take a crack. Like, show me what show me what saggy skin Tupac would look like right now. Fat Tupac? Fat Tupac. <laughs> Show me what fat Tupac would look like, yeah. like right now in a hologram. It's not an AK on his stomach anymore. It's a 50 cal. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's Danny Boy. Never mind. That is not Teddy Riley. Um anyway, but yeah, the um <laughs> no, I was so glad that there was no <laughs> that there was no hologram. It was perfect. It was everything. What was interesting was they he didn't dip into anything from chronic nothing from doggy style it was all like the 2001 album yeah and then eminem 50. They're, they're trying to be as, as 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 relevant as possible um well i think th- there's not a lot of great you could have done let me ride 
Let Me Ride would have fit in fine. You know, the, in another, another funny thing is, so I'm at a friend's house and there's all, you know, there's kids around. I'm like, you know, six to 10, probably six of them. And they're like, hey guys, come, come watch. This is the music, this is the music we grew up on. And da 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 da. Like it was going to be, you know, living on a Teaching prayer. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you guys realize that this is highly inappropriate music, right? Like it still is, even though there's, even though there's, <laughs> so I think to your point, you... I, I, I think they went with the most appropriate songs <laughs> and the most appropriate verses of those songs. Right. Do it a halftime show. The, um, well, I, and the popular, you know, I mean, they had 75 people out there crip walking, which was just the best. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, I did a couple memes on Russell Wilson sitting next to Roger Goodell, yeah. but like, that's like, Russell had to have been uncomfortable. Like, Roger, they don't speak for all of us. <laughs> some of, us, some of us don't dance like that, Roger. Look at this. This is, dis- this. this is disgraceful. This is on this. This is a, on a Sunday afternoon. So is is on Russell Wilson? Is he basically Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Basically, but worse. Did you guys see the new Bel Air? It looks TV oh, show? terrible. I, I haven't it watched terrible. it. I I I. It looks terrible. The idea was fine. <laughs> the trailer was great, terrible. but I'm good on actually watching it. That looks terrible. Yeah. Bullshit. It's just it's just funny to see that stuff. You know, but it's it would see the the, the I'm I'm watching 1883. It's amazing. It's not. Yes, it is. No, it's fucking. This is not your thing, dude. It's not your thing. It's not my thing. It's not your thing. You don't like that kind of shit. Bad TV. You're right. <laughs> You'd rather watch like Power Book or one of. The- one of those shows than you would 1883. It's a hell's power book. Yeah. I don't know. That's one of those like. Tyler I mean, listen. Perry, I, I, I grew up on fucking tombs. I grew up on white. I was reading white books at like ten. I used to read True West fucking magazine sitting I, on the shitter. I guess that's um, right. You do. You're a big tombstone guy. I forgot about I'm, that. I'm. I am. I. I love fucking like you know the I searchers. Like I love westerns. Yeah, me too. But like, this is this is. It's watchable. Do you garbage. you don't you don't watch Yellowstone though, right? No, I've not started. So, I think you you asked me if like you need to watch Yellowstone to watch it. From where you're sitting, you do, because because you yeah you're understanding that it's building up to something. It's building up to who these people are, and and like they're going into the character development like really hard, especially with the the young girl. Are some of these pe- are some of these characters actually alive in No. No. No, no this is two say, generations so we... prior. Yeah. So so the boy, the young boy is uh Kevin Costner's great grandfather. Son. Oh, great great grandfather. What the boy is? The young boy is. So he would have been born in 1880. Right. Con- lived lived Con- to 19 Oh yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Maybe it's his his grandfather lived to 1960 and he was he's like 60 in the show so yeah i think it's his grandfather yeah that's his grandfather i'm sorry yeah. so yeah the um country singer is his great grandfather i was doing the math on like and just watching it i'm like okay which one of these are going to make it through this and i'm like well obviously the parents aren't going to fucking make it through to the the show 
um the chick's not gonna make it through because like she's not gonna she's gonna get married and she's not gonna be a dutton anymore well he like, does i mean i mean the the father does in the show because he still found the yellowstone oh so the country singer guy actually like they've yes. they done some cameos okay yes all right yeah so that, so doesn't, the, mean, the other that show... doesn't mean that that chick is fucking terrible well she's She's really founding the Beth character, is what she really is. So Beth, Beth, who plays the the nobody touch, yeah, nobody can reach Beth. Like she's the most badass, yeah, person on TV right now. She is, and she's just an absolute nutbag. But I think that's where that like fiery, like really strong, violent woman kind of comes from. I think that that's what they're so terrible. Like the the tornado kiss didn't need that was fucking <laughs> stupid that was the that i i i sprung up out of bed and started pacing in my bedroom what's the I tornado was so fucking what, angry what was that they're huddled up fucking this was like two episodes ago they're huddled up they're running away from the tornado they find low land and just wait hold tornado, on don't, don't, for some reason i i have no idea what you're talking about so am maybe I, i'm not maybe i'm not caught up oh my god okay i'll stop Okay. Well, now I'm going to look for it. Uh, the last two fucking episodes, I I just... Because there was a new one that just came out on Sunday. Like, I'm up to speed on it. I'm not, I guess. Yeah, because I haven't, falls asleep. I haven't seen the most recent one Sundays, but it's it's uh, it's alright. It's not great, just, but it's not just awful. The, there is a part at the end of this I next episode. I love There's it. a part at the end of the most recent episode that Okay, so I've already I've already told you the tornado kiss. There's another part that well, is we can, we can talk about it. I'll catch thing up. I've ever seen on television. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Perfect. I imagine we'll text about it like within the next like 48 hours. But Hopefully. there is something that happens on this most recent episode that is the dumb one of the dumbest things I've ever seen on television. I've made me so fucking angry. <laughs> I'm still watching it. I'm still watching it. It's like yeah, you it's see watchable. It fluffy light garbage but that character watch you should start watching yellowstone now so it starts making a little bit more sense i, I mean i you know i, I yellowstone is highly highly enjoyable to oh, yeah, Ye- we're, yellowstone's it's, amazing it's, i think we're just i think we're we're getting peacock or we have peacock or something but like yeah we're getting we're getting tuned up on all the because went to Paramount, it was on paramount and then went to it's all the bullshit and i have like 17 fucking streaming channels now because i want to watch two shows the, the, yeah. the wife the wife you was got, like the wife was like no we we can watch yellowstone it's on paramount i'm like mm, wait for just hold on it's on the paramount cable network which is not part of the paramount plus wait no no, no. but then there's paramount and then paramount plus right so it's and only her, on paramount her, plus i watched your brain melt as I no was it, it's on there. peacock it's not right. on paramount plus that's, no, that's what I was explaining to her. I'm like, it's on the Paramount Network on TV, which is and only, which is on on Peacock, and it was but, on Hulu. You can get the past seasons on Hulu, but yeah. not the current season. And then 1883 is on Paramount. Yeah, 1883. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how many streaming <laughs> services are you guys up to right now? <laughs> At least see. five. Let's see. I have five. Netflix, HBO Max, uh, Amazon Prime. I don't really count Amazon Prime because it comes with a Prime membership. I right I, I, Hulu, yeah. Hulu, Paramount Plus, Peacock, 
Apple TV at seven. And seven. I got the all those seven too. I don't have Hulu. We canceled Hulu a while ago. Um, I just got it in that bundle. The the ESPN. Oh, bundle. Disney Plus. Uh, Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Oh, and Disney Plus. Yeah, that, that. eight. Holy shit. Eight. <laughs> But I'm not paying like for we're, cable. We're, we're right back to just cable. No, and I am paying for cable. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, three of those I'm I'm not paying for. So <laughs> I see, we, we, we have direct TV streaming, which I think is only like 19 bucks a month or something like that. Yeah, so, that's what I have. So are you are you just exclusively off an Apple TV then, Trev? Yeah. Nice. Nice. But every time I watch football, the that goes in and out. Do you, does that happen to you guys? Uh, it's not. It's the in and out thing doesn't bother me so much as people texting me and my phone vibrating right before big plays, because the Directv's the streaming stuff is always like five seconds behind, and it. I I I will be in the middle. Of something something will blow, my phone will blow up and I'll be sitting there going, oh god, this can't be good. Um. <laughs> So I always get advance notice on something that's happening in the game because my phone starts rattling. Okay. Well, I got my 1880. I'm so I'm so disappointed you guys that you guys aren't up to speed on this cuz I got up to speed and then I got angry and I was like, "Well, at least I get to talk about this and now <laughs> I can't even talk about it." So now I've got to fucking wait. This is horse shit. Yeah, I forgot <sighs> about it. It was on yesterday. I mean, when did you watch it? It was Super Bowl, right? It was on, or I guess it comes on the night before, huh? Uh, the wife watched it before the game because it was streaming. You know, it's st- the streaming service, I guess, that, you know, they just pop up whenever, kind of like Boba Fett and all the other shit. What did she watch before the game? What show? She watched the, the recent 1883 episode oh, really? before the game. I watched Euphoria after the game because I have to wait for fucking my roommate to watch to to watch the shows with me and she passes out early all the, all the time so i'm fucking behind <laughs> i uh so, so i gotta I, find i gotta find shows to watch myself i i caught the, i caught the wife watching 1883 without me and i'm like i thought this was something she's like yeah it gives me too much anxiety so i'd much rather just watch it twice i'll watch it once by myself in the daytime and then i'll watch it with you at night because that way i can just fall asleep whenever and it doesn't really matter how are we here how how (laughs) how is this happening she's a i mean she's probably one of the most like careful (laughs) (laughs) like like she's she's just logical trevor (laughs) she's very logical in everything that she does and that is a very illogical thing it's well to her it makes perfect sense because she's like well i need to get to sleep at night and i can't get to sleep at night if i'm watching the show so i will watch it ahead of time and then i can fall asleep 10 minutes into the fucking i mean okay that i mean that does make sense it just doesn't make sense but i get it. right right yeah we we like so so basically when i jump out of bed and i'm pacing because i'm so angry that then woke her up and then she was rolling on the floor laughing because she knew what i was laughing anyways it was just it's been a lot of fun here at the house since we moved back in. I'm gonna watch it like before I go to bed now, <laughs> just so I know. But I, I think I, one thing I might we can all that, we I can may all, take that approach just because I want to watch it. And so we can say, all yeah. talk about uh, we can all talk about Reacher, right? It was oh, good. God. I yeah. ripped that out in one day. Two days. Did you guys? Yeah. Did you guys love it? Yeah, fucking it loved it. Very good. I liked yeah, it, it was... so much. I liked it so much. I've watched the 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 Tom Cruise movie. I hadn't watched the Tom Cruise movie yet. That was good. 
Yeah, the time the first time the first one's really good. The second yeah. one's not great. The, uh, um, the I understand the beef though that like there's a, a TV critic that I follow on Twitter that he had a beef with the Jack Reacher movies because In the size of part of, part yeah. of the whole ethos of Reacher is just how huge he is in the books. Yeah. And then, and, you, get, and then you get Mighty Mouse. Right. The guy walking around with lifts in his shoes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's and 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 there's Tom there's a scene where Tom Cruise is walking through a bar and he's like half a head taller than everybody. And I'm like, what fucking Oompa Loompa fucking factory did he just walk into? Like the casting on Tom Cruise movies is has to Y'all be. Oompa Loompas. They've they yeah. have to be very specific. Like, yeah, you know. Everybody's five three. Tops. How tall, do you, how tall do you think the actor on the new show is? I, well, I so here's look, the, here's, here's the thing that got me. So they talk about his height, and he corrects it in the show, saying he's six four. And right. and there are scenes when the the female character is is almost is like in the show. I, is like eye to mouth with him, and then yes. other scenes where she's like to his chest. Yeah. So There's, I don't think he's. I don't. I feel like he's not as big as he's supposed to be. So how Doug, big do you think he is? Six, six, six three. Six foot. Six two. Six two. Okay. So then she's got it. I mean, she's five ten, five eleven. Then she's well, she's five nine. I think I saw. Uh, okay. Or no, was she five <laughs> five or five nine? Because there's certain scenes. I'm like, why are they like? They're okay. There's a shower scene, and it's like, no, 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 no. She's supposed to be way smaller than that. No, oh, it's the shower scene where all of a sudden. Yeah, she's five five apparently. In the she the uh, the shower scene, all of a sudden she's like they're just making out where right. He's not like leaning down. Right. Right. That didn't make any sense. It's it's it, that threw me off. Yeah, me too. But great show. Yeah, amazing awesome, show. Awesome show. Yeah, I but went like... I went from six to two, I would like five. I started at five o'clock and just watched it straight through to one in the morning. And yeah, that's what I did. I was good. Yeah, uh, it was way better than um, what I thought it was going to be like, which Doug, you liked, which I didn't really like too much, but it was I watched it anyway. It was uh, Jack. Uh, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah. See, I. I Jack the Ryan way is I... like the USA Today of of action shows. Yeah, it's hard to I mean, when you see it's just Jim from The Office, it's hard to see him as anything else. No, I, I think his character was great. I think the rest of the show is hokey as shit. He's great. He's he's good. He's good in was that twenty fifth hour he was in. Reacher yeah. Reacher is just Banshee after Banshee gets out of ninety days of rehab. Right. It's it's Banshee on uh, that's not on Cinemax. Banshee is a fucking fever dream. Like <laughs> Banshee is one of the best shows. That that's I that was so good. It's it's <laughs> a it's a perfect show. It's it so, is so good. fucking good. I think I got you into that. I don't. I think I got you into it. Maybe. Doug, have you seen Banshee? I think we were watching that together. We might have, I I, might have been living with you. I might have been living with you. That show was on. I've seen pieces, but I'll, I can run it. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the violence in Reacher, just him beating people up, is it makes every episode worth it. Yeah, yeah the violence it, is pretty good. Yeah, no, it it hooked me in good. Okay, how about Peacemaker? Haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it grows on you. I'll say that. Yeah, 
it grows on you. It's not, bad, I'm, but it's, yeah, it's, I'm, it's good. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to it, but I'll uh, I can take a crack at it. I, I, would, said, I, I went so far the, as to as to play the theme song. Like it's it's in my it's in my rotation. Yeah, the intro is ridiculously dumb. <laughs> it is, but <laughs> but, it's but it funny. grows on you. But it yeah, grows on it's you. Funny. It's like all right, they're laughing at themselves. You can see it, but it's yeah. still terribly stupid. Well, it's it's very DC. Like DC is just hokey. Well, it's just James Gunn. Like yeah. He's the violent, the violence in that show is fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It does. It's it's better than you would think. I thought it was going to be garbage, but yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty funny, especially because it's like one of the most streamed shows happening at the moment. Yeah. So people are stupid. So if that many people like it, it's got to be dumb. Anyway, uh, Super Bowl. Yes. But yeah, wor- okay. So, Ed, so somebody, other hot takes that I'm getting pumped into my fucking feed right now or in my uh into my dms right now jalen ramsey being past his prime and i i responded with i'm not sure struggling against jamar chase is something that like we need to be really worried about holding fucking jalen ramsey accountable for um jamar chase is fucking good ridiculous catch uh that deep ball in the first half right like fingertips, like that was a hell of a catch. Nothing Ramsey could do about that. Yeah, and Ramsey fell down on the final play, but Aaron Donald saved his ass. Yeah, that um, that could have been that could have been. But I mean, Jalen Ramsey's just went to his third. He's, I mean, another Pro Bowl. He's third time getting voted to the first team All Pro. I think we've got a couple of years before we have to worry about fucking Jalen Ramsey being past his prime. Is all I'm fucking saying. Yeah. We don't need to be we we don't need to be reaching that far for our fucking hot takes. Yeah. Let me see. What else what else do we have here? Didn't you so now somebody's saying you didn't even really struggle? What did my brother say? I, I will say, like it was it was apparent, you know, which team was young in this especially the first half. Yeah, like, the Bengals were just happy to be there. Yeah, they looked kind of shook for a while, but then they got it together. And it did. The momentum shifted, right? There was the they scored, then there was the uh interception, and then Obell gets hurt, and you're like, uh oh, here we go. And then it just didn't happen. There was a ton of, there was a there was a few times. Definitely Burrow, in the third, definitely in the third and fourth quarter where I looked at the score and was surprised to see the Bengals were still winning. Like yeah. I was, yeah. It just didn't feel like. And then you the have game the, was ever, the game was ever theirs. You have the final play with uh, was it T Higgins that was open downfield, and then you have the guy like the ball falls at the guy's feet. Right, I saw that. Like, hey, don't you die for this? The the peri- the the fourth and one thing at the end. Yeah, yeah. There's you got to at least do something. Right. The Super Bowl. It's the Come Super on. Bowl. Fourth and one. So minute, minute and a half left. Yeah, and they bungle down three. Let me just let me just pick and pick a nit here for a second, and this is going to be pure fucking homerism. Joe Burrow's season and Jimmy G's season ended the exact same fucking way with Aaron Donald fucking draped all over them yep. and them throwing a fucking wild pass into fucking nowhere. 
Well, that was a million dollars oh, as oh, I was at his receiver's feet. Oh, well, I mean, listen, that, that would Jim, have been that would have play the year if he caught it. Jimmy's pass actually hit the fucking running back in the hands. That's true. Um, Burrow gets the well. His offensive line is garbage. What do you expect? We all knew this at the beginning of the season, and yeah, Jimmy that, gets the, that. That meme Jimmy's, came back. <laughs> the G- soul, G- somewhat. Right. Yeah, Jimmy's trash. Our, I, I always told you Jimmy was trash, complete garbage. Um, anyways, that's just that's just my nitpick. But Jimmy G and and Aaron and Joe Burrow season ended the exact same way with Aaron Donald draped all over them. They both threw wild fucking crazy passes, and everybody's sitting here going like, "Man, we've got to get Joe Burrow an offensive line," and everybody else is going, "God, the Niners got to get rid of Jimmy G." It's just, you know, it's fucking. Let's let's call it both ways. Let's, let's call it the same way. Let's, let's get a little bit of consistency here. That's all. I yes, I do think Joe Burrow is better than Jimmy G. That's not what I'm fucking saying. You fucking monkeys. And every time Joe Burrow's been sacked, seven, what did it end up being? Seventy-one 70 times. <laughs> seventy, seventy or seventy-one times. That's that's Dar- That's David Carr territory. That guy. He's not going to have any kind of career. If he, like, look at his first two seasons. Well, and destroyed we his knee in the first one. Second season, 70 sacks. 70. This guy's fucked. And re- had to refuse medical attention after being fucking bent in half. And we have no idea what happened to his knee. If there's there's any damage to his knee since then. like Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Raiders, here's a, here, here's one. Raiders could have made the Super Bowl if the refs didn't make that horrible whistle call versus the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I not, mean, that was, a, that was a touchdown. Yeah, it was going to be a touchdown regardless. Technically, they should have called it back, but it was still like the whistle. Anyways. Yeah. Could the Niners have beat the Bengals? Yes. Yeah. Is this the? Is, I was going to ask her. Is this the, like the worst? Team never make it to the Super Bowl. The Bengals? Bengals, the worst? No. Shit. What was the record at the end of the year? Shit. Well, they, they won fourteen. Well, they how many they win? Ten games or something like that. Yeah, yeah. the Giants made it with a worst record. I'm pretty sure. I mean, not like I'm not just talking about. Won it with a, they won it. Talking they, about they won like, it with the worst you know. Yeah, I don't know, man. So okay, Zach, so Zach just... Taylor. I mean, the, how many games did they lose? That, they lost the, what nine game, co- or eight games this year? Neither coach looked like a fucking genius. Nine nine games yeah. decided by three points or less, or how many game like like that rookie kicker? How many game winning field goals did he kick this year? I'm just saying that that team. That team could have easily had a, like I feel like I had a losing record. Yeah, I mean that that's a there are teams of, of equal talent um, where games went the opposite way for them. I, yeah, I, I right. think the thing with this year was there was no dominant team. Right. And right. nobody was the clear cut. Nobody was the there, there wasn't that team that was just head and shoulders above everybody else. So there were, there were certain stretches for sure, but. Yeah, every team had a turn, right? Like probably eight teams had a turn. Is like, oh wow, they're coming on. They're going to do it this year. 
Um, but I think every, everybody thought it was going to be the Packers. wasn't the Packers. Um, the Chiefs, obviously. The Bills had their turn. Um, everybody just – everybody got a turn this year. But I think that's what it's going to be like, in especially in the AFC with Burrow, yeah. Herbert, and Mahomes, and Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson if he plays in the AFC. Rodgers, if he plays in the AFC, like the AFC is going to be a fucking, fucking nightmare. Um, but let me just going back to the NFC West real quick, because Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are beefing, and like he put out a statement today and was like, even though he started all this with taking all his pictures down, and I'm taking you out of my Twitter bio, right. Yeah, he's like, I'm a no, I'm no nonsense. Get the fuck out of here, guy. Yeah. You don't, you don't Sounds like some nonsense to me. Yep. The um, the so the, the just another Kyler, player detached from reality and consumed by themselves. It's shocking. Kyler Murray's beefing. Russell Wilson is, you know, you know, explains. He says he wants to see his options. Right. Mc, Aaron Donald might retire. Sean McVay might quit to go to TV. I'm just saying this could be this could be a very good offseason for the 49ers. And they don't even have to sign anybody. Like all of these teams could get crazy worse if any one of those things happens. That would be so, funny if McVay retired especially since like every one of his assistant coaches has been poached the last like 2 years. Right, and he's got to go like he's got to quit to go uh, to build up his uh, build up his arsenal again. Well, I guess that no, Raheem Mostert, I bet would probably take over, right? Yeah, Raheem Raheem Morris. Is it more? Yeah, I'm sorry. What I say, Mostert. Mostert's the running back. Yeah, the running back. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess Raheem Morris would probably be the guy, or they or they or the Rams would say um, would tell Kevin Connell O'Connell like, hey, do you want to? You know, you can have this team. Or he can go coach Kirk Cousins. I'm living in LA if I'm him. Vikings could go find a new coach. Harbaugh. Yeah, maybe call Harbaugh. Um anyways. No, it's uh okay, so so way too early. Super Bowl predictions next year. Who's who's it feeling like? Oh man, start next year predictions. Oh man, it's way too early. I know. But if I had to, you um, have to. Ah, uh, fuck it. Then why not say uh, the Chiefs get back there? Maybe an Andy Reid swan song. I, I think his. I don't know how many more seasons he has left in him. Seasoning he has left in him. <laughs> Lemon pepper. Um, <laughs> he's he is not a lemon pepper guy. <laughs> barbecue sauce, yeah, barbecue. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know who to pick from that. Uh, I mean, there's such a carousel. There's such a carousel. What is going on in the NFC? Yeah, there's too much. I mean, yeah, who knows? What what did the, the the Bucks say? They're talking to Deshaun Watson and and Russell Wilson. It was, uh, I think Deshaun and Russell Wilson. 
There was, and then there's the Brady. Is, is Brady just phantom retiring to force his way to the Niners? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, the, I called that, right? Remember that? Yeah. Could the <laughs> could the Bucks, um, could the Niners trade Jimmy G to the Bucks for the rights to Tom Brady or a second round pick if Brady doesn't come back and play for them? The whole like, thing about these big guys, the Bucks, is none of those guys are coming back. God, we get maybe we have Kittle and Gronk on the on the Niners. <laughs> Niners Chiefs rematch. That's and you'll my, get and you'll uh, get you'll get Fournette prediction. too. He'll tag along. Uh, we don't. No, he's, no, we're good on we're good on Lenny and Godwin. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple guys coming off ACL injuries. Yeah. So Godwin and Devontae Adams will be out there this year, right? Free agents? Yeah, I mean, Devontae's getting... Well, it depends on what the Packers franchise looks like, franchise tag or you know, salary cap looks like. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers. Like, there's so much of a carousel happening. It's very hard to see who's going to be where. Pick your fucking picks, Doug. I did. I said Chiefs Niners. Oh, okay. Chiefs Niners. There we go. All right. Trevor, who's your pick? Super Bowl, Super Bowl next year. Bills. Giants. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Those rookie offensive linemen are going to work fucking wonders. Dude, what do, you, um, do you go fucking two offensive linemen top ten? That'd be awesome. I think, I think. I mean, that would be great, but I think they do uh, D-line. Offense, line. Oh, yeah, offense, defense. Um, probably they'll have to sprinkle a squill position in there just because of the fucking Giants. And then go. The remainder is all defense and offensive line. Like that's what they need to be doing. They need, they need to have like fucking uh, picks. Thank God this fucking stupid Super Bowl is over. Now we can talk about the draft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Mock draft. One point baby. I'm going. I'm going all LA Super Bowl Chargers and Rams. That's my Ooh. pick. Ooh. Chargers. That would be sick. That'd be LA is the worst city in the world, but yeah. yeah who the sick. fuck? Who's gonna go to that game? Tickets would be eight dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, no, it'd just be a bunch of people that have like a, a wear wear a Rams hat into the stadium and they'd just wear a Chargers hat out. It'd be fine. <laughs> That's exactly what they do. They wouldn't wear a hat of any of any sort. It'd be a it would be party. It would it would be people in like personalized jerseys and jerseys of other teams that not exactly. uh, not playing it yeah, looked like a london game it's i was just gonna say it looked like a fucking london game <laughs> uh, <sighs> all right all right boys let's do the pro Bowl as the super bowl yikes that would be cool shit well also r.i.p oh. ivan reitman did you guys see that no yeah Ivan Reitman passed away today. I did not see that. Um, definitely shaped my childhood with the movies sure. he directed and produced. Oh, yeah. So, R.I.P. to a real legend. Yeah. Ivan Reitman. Meatballs, Stripes, Ghostbusters, Twins, Ghostbusters 2, Kindergarten Cop. Or some of the movies he directed. Him getting, him getting Schwarzenegger to be funny. Right was, yeah. is and so like draft day was his last movie football oh, movie he so did that that, that was a good movie yeah I, I enjoyed it yeah it was fine 
and and that was peak Schwarzenegger too. Like that wasn't even like he hasn't been anything in ten years. Like he, that was Wait, draft day. No, uh, <laughs> kindergarten <laughs> cop. I'm like, what draft day are you fucking watching? <laughs> kindergarten cop. <laughs> Get to the chopper and draft the running back. I mean, twin <laughs> twins, kindergarten cop, and then uh, junior. I never saw junior, but that's yeah, not good. Yeah, I can't imagine. All right, that's all I got. I'm tapped. So it's time. Oh yeah, fuck. We've we've been away from. Now that I'm back in the house, yeah. I can. Oh, those, I, I, now, I don't. I don't need to talk anymore. Got to lube them up a little bit, or what? Settle in, boys. I, I don't. I don't need to talk anymore. I can just sit back and listen to the majestic sounds of Doug's intro and Trevor talking about hockey for thirty-eight. Yeah, minutes. buddy. THC time. All right, so much hockey to talk about. Uh, All star game, all star break. Uh, I will continue to say that the all star weekend in the NHL is the best one. 